Yo, what up? Welcome to Tea Time is Tea Time with your girl. Yes, sir. So, um, I'm very weird with like introductions, but I feel like it's just start with my name. I'm Lilonke. I live in Cape Town. I'm currently studying towards my law degree at the University of the Western Cape. All right. And um, I started this podcast because I feel like there are conversations that need to be had, right? And especially with regards to sex, right? As the Black community, I feel like there are um, talking about sex is a taboo, right? And I feel like um, in this age and in this century that we're living in, it's really important to talk about these things, right? So my podcast will basically be anything that relates to sex, right? And um, yeah, I know this is the first episode, right? But I want my podcast to be very interactive, right? So this is why I have invited a prestigious, you know, the fabulous, the gorgeous, guest, Lucky, to the podcast today. Lucky, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. And you? I am amazing. Thank you. Right? How do you feel? Like, how was your day? I've I've had an awesome day. Um, I'm glad to be here and thank you for the invite. What's up? So yeah, that's Nana. That was lucky in the studio, right? So today I invited you, Lucky, so we can talk about you know navigating sexuality, um, you know, and sex life as a gay man right because i feel like it's important to talk about these things and a lot of people don't really necessarily like talk about them out like in the open right and i feel like a lot of people who um are struggling with their sexuality or who have gone through the same thing that we've gone through are most probably going to relate to the content that we're going to be talking about today so <clears throat> yeah so my angel tell us about your first time realizing you were gay um, I think I experienced that I was gay at my young age. Mm. Um, I was very young by then. Mm. Um, it was a thing of you know how we used to play those games, daddy, mom, and then I went. Oh, that. that I remember. Yeah, that. I would always be the mom. I was child. the mom. I was the mom child. <laughs> and there was this other friend of mine. Uh, he was quite attractive. Mm. So I would like want to be the mom of. That man mm, specifically, mm, I get it. Um, and then it went up eventually, you know, um, going into high school, experiencing mm. the fact that okay, actually, I'm sexually attracted to the same gender, mm. and yeah, and the way we would like maneuver, like, and you know, try to find a way to be the mom, whatever, whatever it takes, I will be the mom, honey, even if there are girls, like, lots of girls that we're playing with. I will find a way to be the one that was so mean. So yeah, like even even me, I think I think for me my real my um my realization of like you know whether I'm gay or not, I'm started at a very young age, you know, because you know I lived with a lot of girls in the um, same household, right, and we had male friends as well. And, you know, I would hear them talking about, like, their boyfriends or whatever, you know, love and all of that. Because, you know, as children, we talk about a lot of things and mostly things we shouldn't be talking about, quite frankly, right? And when I'd hear their conversations, I'd be like, oh, my God, I 
actually have feelings towards their boyfriends, like men in general, boys at the time, like at a very young age. So yeah, I feel like even for me, it was that. But like, I feel like at the time, I did not necessarily like know um, the term gay or like homosexual. I honestly did not know a thing about any of that. But all I knew is that I liked the boy next door, honey. <laughs> so, yeah, this is awesome. So, well, yeah, like, what were your, like, first thoughts upon making that realization? So, um, for me, I felt like the way they always used to pronounce it, I was called the gay child, you know? So mm. when those games end and I have to go home, I had this other strict grandma of mine. So she said, time five, you should be home, not later than five. Mm. So I'll quit and then I'll say I'll be going home. Mm. So because they still want to play and I'm leaving, they'll be like, ah, gay, gay, boogay. Really? It was so embarrassing. Oh but my like, gosh. But like, why? I feel like we all had like um a time to come back home. Like, exactly. All of us. But, like, why would they, like, judge you, like, and all of that after playing with you, after doing all of that? Like, why? I feel like it was a thing of trying to make me feel like I'm outsided for the fact that I'm even outsiding them. Mm. So mm. they'll try to use something that was painful in such a way. Mm. Yeah, and try to sing that song for me. And it's so weird, hey? Very like, weird. isn't it very weird? Because you were playing with me, like, we were together. sleeping together or whatever. Yes. Like, in whatever way we were sleeping yes. together. And now, just because I want to leave, it's our problem. Now, you start being derogatory. But, okay, these things happen, and I feel like um, kids didn't really know at the time that it was derogatory, homophobic, or whatever. Right? So, um, a lot of people have coming out stories. Do you have one? Can you like take us through yours? So my coming out story is quite funny. Um, I had three best, uh, two best friends. Um, in grade eight, we went to grade nine together. When you go to grade ten, I failed my grade ten, mm-hmm. and then they had to progress to the uh, grade eleven. Mm-hmm. The other one was so too, f- oh, too fucking sexy. <laughs> he was a stud. He was my mm-hmm. type of man, you know, and. He fell grade 11 and the other one passed and I passed to grade 11. So now it's only the two of us in grade 11. Mm. We became closer than prior. Like we were so <clears throat> close. Mm. He would take me to his house and dress in front of me. And in my inner self, I know now I'm gay. Mm. I am did, gay. You, did you know like what gay is at the time? Yes. I, I, I funny... I'll do researches about my life. Okay. Like, what am I feeling? Yeah. Um, what is this? And then I found out gay is actually when you have the same attraction to the same sexuality. Mm. So it's like, I get to get the hang of it, you know? Mm. And then mistresses will ask me, you are too feminine. I am mm. gay. Mm. And then I'll be like, what's gay? I'm not gay. And then mm. they'll be like, no, you're attracted to men. And then you too feminine. And mm. then you play with girls only. So what's this thing of yours? So I think I got the hang of the word gay when I was in my okay, high school so, era. So this was like in grade 11, right? Yes. Um, Let's talk about you as a child now, right? Mm-hmm. Realizing that you are attracted to, you know, the same gender. What were the thoughts in your head? Like, did you feel embarrassed? Did you feel like hiding yourself? Like, how did you feel? Uh, I tried to hide myself <laughs> all the fucking time. 
And it's funny, I went to a primary that way, like shots, mm. you know? So wearing shots, my shots will be shorter than the shots. Oh, girl, say My shots are shorter than the shots. And I will keep the thighs out, mm. you know? Mm. And then it will be tighter than they usual. see the good. Exactly. <laughs> so that's how it used to be. And I was so embarrassed, so I would hide it all the freaking fucking time because mm. my grandma wouldn't tolerate such. My family wouldn't tolerate such. Mm. So I'll try to be the good child and focus on books, you know? Hmm, okay. I feel like for me, I was very embarrassed, Because, eh? mm. you know, obviously, um, as a child, right, um, you leave home and you go to school, right? When you get to school, people are calling you names. They call you Rihanna. They call you Beyonce. So I feel like I was very embarrassed and I feel like I was very confused at the same time. Because at, the, at, at that time, I had no knowledge of, like, you know, the homosexuality, like, and all of that. All I knew was that I loved playing with girls. I enjoyed everything girly. Um, I was attracted to men and like not girls. Literally, that's all I knew, right? And then people would judge me, judge us actually, because I had um a few friends, right, from a very young age, from grade one, I think. Right, and we were all feminine. We were very feminine. We were gay. You know, we we liked the same thing. And I feel like that time was kind of hard because, like, now you you need to defend yourself. But at the same time, you're very confused because, like, you don't know how to defend yourself and, like, what to do in this instance. So it was very, it was very, it's such a challenging time. It was such a challenging time. But when I got to high school, it was kind of... Very smooth. Mm. Because at the time, obviously, uh. I I was strong. You know, I was dedicated. <laughs> I already knew. You know, but girl, you know. So at the time, I had experienced a lot of discrimination, you know, a lot of hate. And I just, quite frankly, did not care. Yeah. I really did not care at this point. I was able to stomach it and move on, right? But the homophobia did not stop. The hate did not stop. However, you know, having a support system, right, friends who are girls as well and, like, friends who are gay as well, it made it a bit easier for me to, you know, adjust into, you know, me um, accepting being, you know, a homosexual, right? So have you ever, like, um, had, like, a time when you were trying to, you know, confine yourself and, like, not come out and then gay jumped out so um in my first year right as a university student um i was here by bellevues mm-hmm. i was with these other friends of mine that we come from the same community you know so we were drunk it was past midnight and the other friends they were like by two by two you know heterosexuals by and there was me and this other guy left and when we were left, um, he said, let's go out. Mm-hmm. Let's go take a breeze outside. Mm-hmm. The breeze was what made me think, okay, he is into me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hide my gayness so that he doesn't see. Maybe he's trying to prove it. Mm-hmm. So when we went outside, um, he said to me, you don't look okay. You look like you're blown out of your mind. Are you okay? And I said, no, I'm just stressed about this other person that I want and is not getting the signals right. And then, um, funny how he said to me, is the guy not responding? Mm. I was like, why? Responding to why what? a guy? Responding to what? He's okay. like, like, I know you're gay. I'm ah, gonna hide ah, ah, 
Even today, mm. he knows he's my crush, mm. but we became close friends since we're from the same community and he's not gay, you know? Mm. So he's that kind of person who's like, are you dating now? Who's the man? Show us the man. We wanna oh, I really hate that. I hate Like that. in gay relationships, when, you know, someone asks who's the man, like, oh, who's the girl in the yes. relationship? Bitch, there's no girl in the relationship. There's no mom in the relationship. We are both men. And I feel like there are so many misconceptions when it comes to that. Um, I feel like also it, it differs as well, right? In the sense that the LGBTQ spectrum is very large, right? There are, you know, lesbians, there are transgender people as well. So in their cases, it might be a different story to like our case, right? So how did you feel like after this experience and the gay jumped out? Like how, how did you feel about yourself? You know, for quite some time, it was adjustment period, you know, mm. trying to configure the fact that, okay, yes, I am. But what's going to happen to my family when they find out? Mm. You know, are people going to be straight away from me or mm. people are still going to stick around? Um, but eventually it came into peace when I told my sister and she accepted me the way that I was. But I absolutely love that. Yes. Um, it's, 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 it's a story that like a lot of gay guys go through. It's something that they, you know, go through. I went through that as well. Thinking how you, like how... It's going to be after you come out, mm. after you tell them who you really are, you know, worrying about whether they'll, they'll stay. And it's so painful, eh? Having to, you know, not be yourself, to be with the people that you love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just so painful. But I remember a time <laughs> when the gay jumped out, honey. <laughs> Is that not? Um, I was talking to my mom, you know, minding our business or whatever, like a normal conversation between a mom and a son, mm -hmm. right? And I was like, girl, what? And my mom was like, mm -mm. Ah! it's not make sure. It's not make sure. <laughs> but she didn't ask me. Funny enough, she didn't ask me. She didn't follow up and like, why? As a result, like my mom and my grand started inheriting like the way I speak. Like they'll say, girl, they'll say, um, you know, and all of that. They'll start, um, you know, inheriting um, my my things, like how I speak and all of that. And it's really nice. Hey, so yeah, now let's get into the gig, right? Take us to your first time masturbating. Like, how was that experience? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I was sleeping, nicely sleeping. So, so when I wake up, I find these white things in my underpants, you know? Mm. And then I was trying to clean them out and hide them at the same time because nobody got to see those shit. So I put my penis underneath my thighs, you know, mm. trying to like squeeze it. And then it felt so good. Not squeeze it. It yeah. felt so good. Like I'm so weird in masturbating, guys. I masturbate so differently from the normal norm. How do you masturbate? <laughs> Child. So the way I masturbate is I normally just squeeze my penis in between my thighs. No, that's so weird. <laughs> like, oh my God, like, what the hell? <laughs> and the moment I rub my penis, it just becomes excruciating. <laughs> oh, 
But people tend to say it's hard for them because their dick is like upside down, and then when they try to bend oh, it, it's painful. Scarred. Yes, <laughs> but like dick comes in all sizes and, and all angles. <laughs> Not angles, child. Oh, oh, angles. <laughs> Baby, there are dicks that are like facing up. Mm. There are ones that are facing mm. down, and the one that are like bent over. You know. Mm-hmm. So mm. mine, luckily, is the one that is facing down. Oh, yeah, Eva. Oh, yeah, Eva. Yeah, Eva, get over. TMI. TMI. But in the Akuvam, that's the... I think, um, you know, my first time masturbating was back, like way, way, way back. Mm. I don't remember exactly what happened. You know, it was after, obviously, like as a boy, like as a young boy, going into like puberty or whatever, you start, you know, experiencing these weird things, very pleasurable, you know, and you're like, oh my God, like, what is this? I need to do it again. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I think I did it again. I don't remember exactly how I did it, but I remember feeling so nice. Like it was really so pleasurable. Hey. So yeah, take us to your first time having sex. Like how was that? How was that experience? My experience um having sex was when I was in metric. Mm. Like just after writing my metrics, I had this mentor of mine. Very not so cute but cute. Mm. Um he helped me throughout my grade twelve. So the day prior to me getting my results, he called me, Come, you look stressed. Uh, mm. let me try to like relieve you down this guy. After scar. Where was this guy? <laughs> and then he bought those black labels. We sat along the bed. We were watching a movie called Love Simon. Mm. Um it's like a coming out story. Mm, I know that movie. Exactly. And then I'm asking. Why are we watching this kind of like movies? Like, just take a glass of uh, a drink and then chill, take popcorns, and then watch the movie. Try to understand the scenario of the movie. Well, the movie ends, right? Mm. And then in the ending of the movie, people kiss. Simon kisses his boyfriend. Mm. And he's right there next to me. I mean, bear in mind, I'm wearing a shot. I'm wearing a shot. I'm like, I'm going to act this movie. So he starts touching me. And then he was touching me on my thighs. I'm like, no, don't touch me. He's like, are you feeling something? I'm like, no. He's like, then why is your dick raising? <laughs> I'm like, it's not raising. He's like, are you sure? At that time when he's saying, are you sure? He's going mm. deeper than he should have, you know? Mm. And then he starts kissing me. I was tempted enough to agree. Mm. He kissed me. When he kissed me, he started taking off my T-shirt. Didn't even wonder what was gonna happen next i took off his clothes and then we started you know the vibes the vibes the vibes mm. on the bed mm. and it was so uncomfortable because i wasn't aware of cleaning mm. i wasn't aware of douching and all those shit i was just my normal shirt mm. so he was so comfortable to also accommodate that because even after he never asked me why was i Mm, all those sort mm, of things. Mm. We just had a pleasurable sex. Experience. Fucking painful. Fucking painful. I don't advise to anybody. Warning, disclaimer. Gay sex is not for the way. <laughs> it's not for the way. But weekend. true though. Yo, but it does get better. It, it gets like, better with time. It definitely does get better. Exactly. Like my first time like losing my virginity. It's, mm. uh, it was to this other boy who was in matric when I was in grade 11. And I lost my virginity 2017 when I was in grade 11. Child. 
when I started groove, going to parties, having fun, you know, that's how I lost it, right? So basically we were at um this other club, right? In Queenstown, my hometown. Mm-hmm. So now I don't know how it happened or whatever. Like I'm not gonna get into detail as to like how it actually happened, like step by step. Mm-hmm. But um, we ended up leaving. It was uh, four of us. It was me, this man I'm talking of, his friend, and another friend of mine as well. We ended up leaving. We dropped off the other two, and um, yeah, we we had sex. to me. But in the car, though. Yeah. In the car. Like, we had sex um, in the car, but it was, like, in a bush kind of vibe kind of setting. Because, obviously, we couldn't go to my house. Um, I couldn't go to his house because, obviously, like, their parents as well. Mm-hmm. So, to me, he asked me, he asked me, um, have you done this before? Did I not say yes? <laughs> you, so can, you can't look weak. You can look weak. You cannot look in front of, in front of a man. You can't. <sighs> Tommy, I said yes. I've done it before. Tommy, when he took off his pants, he was in the driving seat. Even though it was my car, he asked to drive. Like he was in the driving seat. I was in the passenger seat. Tommy, he took off his pants. Eh, Sana. Tommy, that was the first time actually seeing next to you. Right next to me, waiting for me. <laughs> so, and he was like, suck me. Here's Anna. Have I ever? No, I had never. All I knew was the stories my friends had told me. Don't matter, this is what you do or whatever. Um, I got on my knees, honey, and I did the thing. Tell me to 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 think that it was like bad. So mom, it was really bad to the extent where he was like, ah, how about we just fuck? Yeah. Um is oh. very embarrassing. Oh. It's, but like it was my first time. Like, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So it was bad. And then he was like, ah, can we just fuck whatever? So he went to the back seat and you know we fucked. And that was nice. But Tommy, did he not come very quick? When I actually started to enjoy the sex, because obviously, like at first, it's painful. Yes. When I actually started to enjoy it, Yezana, he was done. He was done to me. Imagine the wow. disappointment in my wow. face. And like, how does one become disappointed on the first try? Because I don't know how it is, but I knew that was not how it is. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So I knew that's not how it's supposed to it's be. It's supposed to be, right? Yes. But anyways, like um, I love my virgin breaker. Mm, thank you very much for that. Like um, I can't complain really because he like sort of like paved the way for me to actually like be sexually liberated as well. So yeah, like um, I feel like I don't have a problem with my virgin breaker. Do you? Do you have like a certain like attachment to like your virgin breaker? No. Not at all. Not at all. Literally. Literally. If he would come and like, we did it, we had like, again. Yeah, in December. <laughs> but there is no attachment issues. Mm-hmm. Like I know I'm so attaching and stuff, but he is the one person when maybe he wants something he or I want. He's not. <laughs> he's a working class. 
mm. he drives this fancy car. I I'll show you after this. Mm. I'll show you mm. the person and the videos. Mm. He is so okay, mm. but I don't have attachment issues with him. For me, like I think it's kind of different. Like in my experience, not that I want to be with my you know virgin breaker like full time relationship mm. or whatever, but I feel like there is a certain part in me that still appreciates like my virgin breaker like i would still imagine like how it was like in the first time or whatever um you know and we bump into each other at like clubs or whatever like back at home um and you know when you bump into someone and like you're like oh my god we wow. actually fucked yeah. like it was nice and you are you are cuter than and the you first are cuter girl girl Literally, and I was like, hmm, you know, I honestly wouldn't mind doing it again. Oh my but god. But like not that I <laughs> Oh my god. Just judge of it. No, I'm not judging. So like I honestly wouldn't mind doing it again. Yeah. As much as I don't want to necessarily be like in a long term relationship with him. Yes. But doing it again is definitely a possibility and you know, a possibility that's very concrete. We'll might look at actually it. Happen we have to look at it. We do talk a lot and like we have talked when um I was at home or whatever and we were planning on meeting up again, like, you know. So <laughs> it's a possibility. So yeah. Um, it's very weird, eh? Come to think of it. So how did you feel about yourself the day after losing um your virginity? I was actually not even in the scenario of thinking about it, you know. Mm. I was it was just after getting my results. So everything was focused on my results and university mm-hmm. life. So mm-hmm. I wasn't even having the time to sit down and mm-hmm. ask myself, bro, what happened? How was it? Is it nice? Should you do mm-hmm. it again? All those things. But thinking about it now, I am glad. Actually, let me just send this message through this podcast. <laughs> to you, my vision breaker. I am so proud of how you made me feel. Mm-hmm. Now I am a pro in the game and <laughs> it's all due to you and that's on pair <laughs> i hope he listens to these parts to this I podcast hope i'm gonna tell him to listen so um i think for me um it was kind of very different because i had so much time to, yeah. to, to to think about it right and the day after i was like oh my god mm. Did this actually happen mm. it felt like an achievement mm. girl it, it, it felt Trophy. like um a load um, you know, taken off my shoulders yes. of some sort, right? Because obviously, like, now I have conversation with my friends who have already lost their virginity and mm. who've been doing things, right? And I called my friend. There's this other friend of mine. And I called him and I was like, girl, it finally happened. Child, I was so happy. But at the same time, I was going through the most, child. Because oh. I was drunk when we had sex, right? Yeah. So now, in the morning, because obviously, like, it was my first time, told me the pain. Oh. The pain. Oh. I'm no longer intoxicated now. And, like, obviously, like, the pain, you know, becomes, you know, quite recognizable. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a lot of pain, man. Literally, like, a lot of pain. But it is what it is. I was yes. happy. Like, I'm proud of him. I'm I proud know. of me. Exactly. And, um, quite frankly, I love my virgin breaker. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> no, that's a no no no. Oh screaming. Yeah, like um do you have um any like deepest, you know, most secret sexual fantasy that you can tell us about? 
deepest sexual fantasy. Mm. Does liking somebody that you're not supposed to like sexually? No, like I don't think that like fits into like sexual fantasy. But like, what would you like to do to that person, or what would you like that person to do to you? I like to have (laughs) it with some guys. That's my sexual fantasy. I like. I love to have somebody to talk me by two things. Like, give me the back, give me the front, same time, please. Tell me. You're nasty. You I'm not. You're nasty. I'm not. But Chabam, in terms of this, like my uh, sexual fantasy, Chabam is, you know, I don't know, I, I don't know what it's called, but like double penetration, I think. I think oh, it's yeah, called yeah, double penetration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like I want to like experience like double penetration. At the like, same time. At the same time when like the penises are like inserted. At the same time. Both of them, Chabam. Do you think that's and double? Chabam, I don't no, but oh like when you're watching porn or whatever, you do see like double penetration and like those kinds of things. Having two guys penetrate you and one guy in your mouth, that's my deepest sexual fantasy. Guys, screaming. You're like nasty. You're like nasty. But like, you know, it's an experience. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been through, like, I've done a threesome before. Mm-hmm. It's nothing new. Um, I've done a foursome, I think. Was it a foursome? Or like, were there five of us? Um, no, there were five of us. Yes, there were five of us. I've done that. So, like, now you, you know, need to move, like, up the ranks. <laughs> you need to move wow. up the ranks. So, can show me for you, what's more important? Um, how big the dick is um, or the skills? Does the size skills. matter? The skills, darling. So, you wouldn't mind having a man with a micro penis? I've had it. <laughs> I've had it. Um, let me tell you this. Um, currently, I have somebody with not so average, not so big, below average. Let me just say, mm. but the skills Do I are know the person. The skills are way. <laughs> the skills are you, killing. I know those particular. Tell me, we are on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Love, we are on a podcast, Kalo. Yes, girl. Like, even for me, like, I think, but, like, I, I really don't know. Like, this is a very, like, hard question because, I mean, there are times where size is essential and there are times where, you know, skills are um essential as well. I feel like, for me, don't have a micro penis, but, like, have a normal penis. Okay? And, like, yes, like, very average. Doesn't have to be big or whatever. Like, I'm really not into that. But know how to use it because mm. i've been with guys who have like very very big you know dicks right and they really struggle to use them and that's just not it's it's not in, it's not on like you can't have something that's very that looks good but you know but not. doesn't feel good and isn't good like nah nah you it's know rather on. have the one with a you know, average penis. Mm. There was this guy. His penis is very average or whatever. And guess that You know, like when a guy just knows how to insert it. Yes. And like how to do things. He's he's not missing. He's not doing other things that I'm, he's not supposed to. Tell mom, on the first try, it's in. <laughs> tell me. I hate, I, I hate how a man will try to insert mm. and he insert it down. And I'm like, okay, you are trying to insert, but you're hitting me. You are not putting it where it's supposed to be. Mm. Just go straight to the hole. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you I get it. it. 
it won't even be painful. The moment you insert, we are going. Definitely, definitely, Choman. So, yeah. Um, what advice would you like give your fellow um gay people in the closet? Um, what would you like to say to them? This one is very sensitive. Um, I like to say to them, be free at your own space. Mm. When you feel like it is time, it will be time. But also, don't push time or don't try to slow time because things might happen and you might think it's not the right time, whereas it's the right time. Mm. You might come out the way you didn't actually wish to come out, but be glad that you are out mm. and embrace yourself. Mm. Yeah, that's actually very nice. Mm. And what advice would you give um, gay people in general with regards to, you know, sex, their sexual lives, you know, liberation and all of that? Firstly, be proud of yourself, guys. And mm. yeah, know that you are what you think you are. Mm. Don't go you are the girl. Thank you. You are the girl. <laughs> Don't go into bed thinking, I'm going to try. Embrace your happiness in bed. Mm. Try to make yourself happy rather than mm. making the next person happy. Definitely. Trust me, it will make the next mm. person happy. Mm. Definitely. Because I also feel like most of the time, we tend to prioritize the happiness of, you know, our significant other. Yes. As opposed to, like, our happiness as well. Mm. You know, and that's a very big problem that I've really struggled with as well. You know, when you're like, okay, I need to make him happy. I need to make him happy. Now, you're not considering your feelings, exactly. like, in all of this. You're not considering your pleasure, like, mm. in all of this. When I started, you know, being very comfortable with, like, my sexuality, being comfortable with, you know, being in bed, yes. I started, you know, enjoying sex more and enjoying, you know, interacting with, like, men more. And they also started enjoying sex with me more. So confidence is also very important. I think that's what I would advise gay people in general. So if you've gotten this far on the podcast, thank you very much for joining the podcast. We hope that you guys are going to tune in all the time when I post new content because I'm going to be here posting content after another and after another. Right? So like I want this podcast to be a safe space for gay people. Right? Also, Lucky, thank you very much for joining us in studio. You don't know how much it means to me to actually, you know, have you here and like have these kinds of conversations. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. No, thank you for inviting me. What's that? Yes. yes. <laughs> so yeah, um, this last part of the podcast, we will play a game called Would You Rather? Right? All right. So you just um I'm gonna ask you questions of whether you'd rather do this or that, and then you're just gonna say, Okay, I'd rather do that. Okay. Right? Okay. So the first question <clears throat> would you rather have sex for one hour, no breaks, or have sex? For 10 minutes and you know that's done without breaks under one hour no breaks i'd rather have for 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay with 10 minutes oh my god you are uh, no. no break whatsoever okay um would you rather have sex the traditional way or throw in some toys into that. Throw in some toys. What's that? Throw in some toys. And cuff me. And cuff me, son. Whose dick is this? Whose pussy is this? Oh, screaming. Okay. Would you rather have it rough and, you know, kinky or have it romantic and sweet? 
next. Can it be romantic? <laughs> oh, please. Oh, please. <laughs> okay. Um, Lucky, would you rather have sex on the first date or wait a bit longer? First date. <laughs> I have to know you. You're a son. <laughs> So maybe you give, you give it up on the first try, honey. To I mean, leadership. for us to be into something, I need to know mm. what's your game. Mm. Okay. So would you rather be rimmed or rim someone else? Be rimmed. Washa? Yes. Chuman, have you ever experienced it? Uh, on all the times. There's no <laughs> sex that I have without rimming. I will tell you, fagayo, something in behind me, please. Mm. Okay. So would you rather have it outdoors or indoors? Indoors. Indoors. Have you ever had it outdoors? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, would you rather date a poor man who loves you wholeheart- wholeheartedly, or a rich man who doesn't? Rich man. <laughs> so I was dad. I would rather cry in a Lamborghini. Dad, say make you really hate yourself uh-uh. because what? <gasps> How poor? This is a can go. You are not poor, but yeah, thank you very much for being here again. Also, we have reached the end of our podcast. It has been a journey. Um, I enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed hearing someone else's perspective. Hopefully, you guys are also going to enjoy it. Until next time, oh sweetie. Bye.